Today is the 20th day of December, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Watch, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God our Heavenly Father to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship Him. Let us say together the Jubilate. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before His presence with a song. Know this, the Lord Himself is God. He Himself has made us, and we are His. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalm for the 20th day evening prayer, Psalm 104. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, how excellent is your greatness. You are clothed with majesty and splendor. You wrap yourself with light as with a cloak and spread out the heavens like a curtain. You lay the beams of your chambers into the waters above. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messenger and flames of fire your servants. You have set the earth upon its foundations so that it never shall move at any time. You covered it with the deep as with a mantle. The water stood higher than the mountains. At your rebuke they fled. At the voice of your thunder they hastened away. They went up into the hills and down to the valleys beneath to the places you have appointed for them. You set the limits that they should not pass that they shall not again cover the earth. You send the springs into the valleys. They flow between the mountains. All the beasts of the field drink their fill from them, and the wild beasts quench their thirst. Beside them, the birds of the air make their nests and sing among the branches. You water the mountains from your dwelling on high. The earth is fully satisfied by the fruits of your works. You make grasses grow for flocks and herds and plants to serve humanity, that they may bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden our hearts, oil to make a cheerful countenance and bread to strengthen the heart. The trees of the Lord are full of sap, the cedars of Lebanon, which he planted, in which the birds build their nests and in whose top the stork makes his dwelling. The high hills are a refuge for the mountain goats and the stony cliffs for the rock badgers. You appointed the moon to mark the seasons and the sun knows the time of its setting. 
You make darkness that it might be night, in which all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lion roar at their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they slip away and lay themselves down in their dens. Man goes forth to his work and to his labor unto the evening. O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the great and wide sea with its living things too much to number, creatures both small and great. There moves the ships, and there is that Leviathan which you have made for the sport of it. All of them look to you to give them their food in due season. You give it to them, they gather it. You open your hand and they are filled with good things. You hide your face and they are terrified. You take away their breath and they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit and they are created. And so you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in all his works. He looks at the earth and it trembles. He touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God while I have my being. May these words of mine please him. I will rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed out of the earth and the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 20, beginning at the 11th verse. Then I saw a great white throne, and the one who sat on it. The earth and the heaven fled from his presence, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. Also another book was opened, the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works as recorded in the books. And the sea gave up the dead that were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And all were judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth from the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them as their God, and they will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, and the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also, he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Those who conquer will inherit these things, and I will be their God and they will be my children. 
But as for the cowardly, the faithless, and the polluted, the murderers, the fornicators, the sorcerers, the adulterers, and all the liars, their place will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, beginning at the fifth verse. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly order. His wife was a descendant of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and both were getting on in their age. Once, when he was serving as priest before God and his section was on duty, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Now at the time of the incense offering, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. Then there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified, and fear overwhelmed him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he is the great in the sight of the Lord. He must never drink wine or strong drink. Even before his birth, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit. He will turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. With the spirit and power of Elijah, he will go before him to turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How will I know that this is so? For I am an old man, and my wife is getting on in years. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But now, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak until the day these things occur. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondered at his delay in the sanctuary. When he did not come out, he could not speak to them. And they realized 
that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary, and he kept motioning to them and remaining unable to speak. When his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she remained in seclusion. She said, This is what the Lord has done for me, and when he looked favorably on me and took away the disgrace I have endured among my people. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading for Tuesday for the week of Advent 4. A reading from a commentary on the Psalms by Augustine, Bishop of Hitto, from the year 430. All the trees of the forest will exult before the face of the Lord, for he has come, and he has come to judge the earth. He has come the first time, and he will come again. At his first coming, his own voice declared in the gospel, Hereafter you shall see the Son of Man coming upon the clouds. What does he mean by hereafter? Does he not mean that the Lord will come at a future time when all the nations of the earth will be striking their breasts in grief? Previously he came through his preachers, and he filled the whole world. Let us not resist his first coming, so that we may not dread the second. What then should Christians do? We ought to use the world, not because it sleeves. And what does this mean? It means having as though not having. So says the apostle, Beloved, the appointed time is short. From now on, let those who have wives live as though they have none, and those who mourn as though they are not mourning, and those who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing, and those who buy as those that have no goods, and for those who deal with the world as though they had no dealings with it. For the form of this world is passing away, but I wish you to be without anxiety. The one is without anxiety waits without fear until the Lord comes. For what sort of love was Christ is to fear his coming? Do we not have a blush, the shame? We love him, yet we fear his coming. Are we really certain that we love him, or do we love our sins more? Therefore, let us hate our sins and love him who will exact punishment for them. He will come whether we wish it or not. Do not think that because he is not coming just now, he will not come at all. He will come. You know not when. And provided he finds you prepared, your ignorance of the time of his coming will not held against you. All the trees of the forest will exult. He has come the first time, and he will come again to judge the earth. He will find those rejoicing will believe in his first coming. For he has come. He will judge the world with equity and the peoples of his truth. What are equity and truth? 
He will gather together with him the judgment of the chosen ones, but the others he will set apart. For we will place some on the right and the others on the left. What is more equitable? What more true than they should not themselves expect mercy from the judge, who themselves were unwilling to show mercy before the judge's coming? Those, however, who are willing to show mercy will be judged with mercy. For it will be said to those placed at his right, Come, blessed of my Father, take possession of the kingdom which has been prepared for you from the beginning of the world. And he reckons to their account their works of mercy. For I was hungry, and you gave me to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me to drink. What is imputed to those placed on this left side? That they refuse to show mercy. And where will they go? Depart into the everlasting fire. The hearing of this condemnation will cause much wailing. But what has another psalm said? The just will be held in everlasting remembrance and will not fear the evil report. What is the evil report? Depart into the everlasting fire, which was prepared for the devil and the devil's angels. Whoever rejoices to hear the good report will not fear the bad. This is equity. This is truth. Or do you, because you were unjust, expect the judge not to be just? Or because you were a liar, will you be truthful, one not to be true? Rather, if you wish to receive mercy, be merciful before he comes. Forgive whatever has been done against you. Give of your abundance. Of whose possessions do you give if not from his? If you were to give of your own, it would be largesse. But since you give of his, it is restitution. For what have you that you have not received? These are the sacrifices most pleasing to God. Mercy, humility, praise, peace, charity. Such as these, then, let us bring and free from fear, we shall await the coming of the judge who will judge the world in equity and the peoples in his truth. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when the night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy church. Fill it with all truth, and in all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where is it in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it. For the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Christ Jesus, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.